Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Nonfiction Thoughts, hosted by me, the luscious Luigi. And I'm joined by my co-host. Hello. I am Birdchild, and I am... I am here. <laughs> I am I am here with you right now. Oh boy, is it a day. Oh man. It's yeah. It's just one of those days. Uh yeah, you could say that again. It's just one of those days. Real quick, the obligatory chair lowering. Little uh little staccato st- one. As opposed to a nice pss, that was a pss, pss, pss. I like that. A little stutter step in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was fun. That was charming, as it were. Keep everybody on their cho- toes. Their toes. <laughs> I am struggling today, You're man. You're really having oh, a rough boy. day. Let's hope. Ooh. Let's hope my day is not as rough. I uh, I have an exam tonight. Very big one. Very important one. And I'm I'm very nervous. I what, don't feel. What time's your exam? It's at six fifteen. Oh, so you think your exam is more important than dinner with the boys? Yes, I do actually. Because I. <laughs> If I miss this exam, I'll probably finish this class with like a D if I just take a zero on it. Wow. If that, probably an F uh, now that I think about it. But, you know, if I talk to my professor and I said, hey, doc, I got dinner with the boys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so, you know what? I understand for your integrity to your fellas, you're, you, I'll give you an A in this class. But. If your professor is a real one, he will understand. <laughs> he's he's pretty cool. He is pretty cool. But uh I feel like that kind of crosses a line, <laughs> a line <laughs> expecting them to be able to do that for you. But um, Luigi, please enlighten me. What, what, uh, how, how is your day? What's, what's your day looked like thus far, hitherto, here to four? Well, honestly, it, it's been pretty neutral. Mm. Not a bad day. Mm. You know, I went to class. Sure. Did wrote an essay in Spanish in sure, Spanish sure. class, and then I went home and I didn't have the alcohol class today, so I just went right back to my dorm. Mm, why no? Why no history of alcohol? Uh, we had a test instead, so ah, I went I back see. to my dorm and I took two tests. Mm-hmm. Did swimmingly. Fantastic! And Congratulations. Then I actually, I did meet my friend's cat. Oh, her cat was very, very sweet, very cute. That's exciting. So. I'd say that's a yeah. that's that's a pretty strong that was, start. That was a pretty good start. And but then now, I, <laughs> I I just went to um, you know, vibe here. Did, sure, did sure. Some math and right, right. Came here, saw our friend Jorgen Bond Strangle. Jorgen, banana expert. The banana expert, indeed. And then um, just got frazzled. Yeah, I guess setting up today. It it happens. Just you know, tripping over my own yeah. That's um reminds me of that one uh, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey scene. Or or no, I'm sorry, Jim Carrey, Michael Scott, or not Michael Scott. Oh my God, this is embarrassing. Sorry, am I contagious? Yes, you are. <laughs> Steve Carell, Jim Carrey, and Steve Carell, Bruce Almighty. Name a more iconic duo. The Lord Lion King has just stopped by our show. Wow. Maybe he'll say hi. Probably not, though. Uh, yeah, it looks like he's not. busy. He, he, seems, he seems to be with a group of people. I think he's just going to move swiftly along. Unfortunate. He, he did pay us a salute, though. He did. <laughs> he did give us a nice salute. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, a, a young adult salute. <laughs> 
Yeah. Only involves one of your fingers. Anyway. <laughs> so. So uh, you, you kind of got frazzled here. I'm, I'm, I'm sad to hear that, but uh, hopefully it sounds like, sounds like your day might, might pick back up again. It probably will. I don't think it'll be a bad one. Um, That's good. That's probably going to spend the rest of it working on the show, actually. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, a uh, number of things. Right, right. We have some, some things cooking up in the, in the oven, boiling Ooh. in the pot. Boiling in the pot. Browning in the kiln. <laughs> wow. Broiling in the oven, if you, if you will. What if I won't? Well, that's why I gave you three options. <laughs> okay. How about, uh, how about developing? <laughs> developing or developing? No, developing. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Developing where? <laughs> I am running on empty right now. <laughs> I am so broken. Oh, my God. If, if, if it's not, if, if I'm speaking, <clears throat> if I'm speaking, that's, that's our first, that's our first condition here. I think therefore I am. If I am speaking and I'm not speaking in terms of, you know, equivalent resistance and, and Kirchhoff's laws and, uh, and B.O. Savar and current density, I, I just, oh my, I, uh, your brain is mush. I am, I am mush right now, which is not the best, which is not the ideal test taking scenario. I will admit. No, that is fair. Mush brain. Like, like I just, if I like shook my head around, it's just like oatmeal up there. It's just sloshing around. <laughs> it is not an ideal test taking brain. Doesn't sound like it. But maybe uh, maybe the show will restore. I, I you, certainly hope so. A little bit. I certainly hope so. I've been doing almost nothing but physics this whole day. That sounds and before horrid. anyone criticizes me for putting it off until the day of. First of all, that is completely valid. However, <laughs> second of all, in my defense, I have had a lot of other exams and assignments. So I think. These circumstances are extenuating because I have had like two exams in the past three days. So, and an essay. So, you know, I think, um, I think it's justified perhaps. And then I have an exam after this too. So I'm really just taking these one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't do much else. It's rare bird child in the Six, seven years I've known you. Yeah. It's very rare that I've seen you so frazzled. Yeah, yourself. no. I am such as, such as, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Say <laughs> la vie is what I was looking for. <laughs> but don't even, as soon as we start introducing other languages, let alone, I can barely think in English right now. <laughs> I, I do not need another language. It'd be really funny if I started speaking Spanish and then gaslit you into thinking that I was just talking normally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have the skill for that yet. Yeah, I think no. I would break character too easily. <laughs> yeah. I think I would just laugh. I mean, I, I took, as you know, <clears throat> I took AP Spanish, but that was a while ago. So I might be able to understand some of what you're saying, but there is no shot that I would be able to respond to you. That's fair. It is, it's weird that, the brain has two different spots for speaking and, and processing. I actually disagree. I don't think it's that strange. I think it does kind of make a does kind of make a lot ish of sense, objectively, in my opinion. 
Okay. <laughs> Objectively, in my opinion, I agree. However, when you think like, oh, I can understand it, therefore I must be able to take it and spit it back out, it's right. kind of odd in that sense because you can't always. Yeah, no, that, that makes which sense. Which is odd. I think it, it can be very or, or very monodirectional in that, you know, you can, you can understand it, but you can't do it yourself. Like, for example, you know, if you go to a restaurant and you have two plates of food and you say, this dish is delicious, this is really, really good, and this one sucks, it's, it's bad, it's very poorly executed, and then the chef says, okay, well, try to cook something yourself. <laughs> like I, I would not be able to, or, or you know, okay. Assuming that those dishes that you had were of a skill level far beyond your own, you know, right? You can still taste them, you can still understand them, but you can't replicate it yourself. That's true. That that is a, a good counter argument. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. I think one. it's a it's a rough analogy, but I think it is a, a it communicates my point at I least agree. a little bit. I would say it does a pretty good job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, hats off. Uh, applause. <laughs> yes, everyone bow down to me now. <clears throat> you know, speaking of uh, rhetoric and speaking of that, that essay that I was talking about, I have a very interesting, some very interesting circumstances have arisen from my English essay. How so? So, my essay that I'm writing. It is a definition argument. Okay. And I am redefining classical music for younger people. What? I, I, I'm, I'm going to hold. <laughs> this is, we, we've, we've done the, the redefinition project. Yes, yes. I remember. I recall. I was in it. <laughs> you were in my redefinition project. I, I, I was in it, yes. I, where I redefined the word Chad. I was, um, according to the Academy, I was... Uh, Nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get back to that. But, um, so yeah, redefining classical music for younger people. And, you know, one of my pitfalls is, oh, I don't want this to become an evaluation argument because that's not what the prompt is. Um, so instead of, oh, you think it's bad, I think it's good, it has to be, you think it is a uniform experience for everyone and it's the same thing across the board. But I'm saying, no, it's unique to person to person. And yeah, it could be good, but yeah, it could be ab an absolute snooze fest. You know, you just have to discover that for yourself. You can't just let it be prescribed to you. Right. right. And so the crux of my argument is, you know, for younger people, our media consumption is changing dramatically with TikTok and Instagram and social media and the internet. Mm -hmm. Our media, our consumption of information is the most different to any other human being at any other point in time it's ever been. Right. And so, you know, that, that's, you know, some of the qualifiers or whatever of my argument, but I was, I was scrolling through Instagram, right? Just as I do, you know, just as I am claiming that people do in my essay, right? Just scrolling through and I get this post in my feed and it's really, really funny, right? Okay. It is, it's a video of a performance of a Bartok string quartet, right? Okay. So there is just this nice string quartet. They're playing some bar talk. Fine. But because, um, you know, younger people's attention spans, right? You, you got to keep the retainment for, for when you're scrolling, right? Mm -hmm. So you know how people put in like family guy clips or like mobile games or whatever? 
Yes. Yeah, so, I do. So for Subway this, Surfers background. For this bar talk thing, they put in each of the corners, Subway Surfer, someone cutting soap with a box cutter, <laughs> like the scored soap, someone playing with slime and like family guy clips and someone playing with kinetic sand. And it was so funny to me. And the caption was like, making classical music more accessible for younger people. And I, <laughs> I was like, this is so perfect. So I commented on it. I was like, this is unironically going straight into my essay about redefining classical music for younger people. And I thought nothing of it, right? Uh-huh. I just assumed, because the post at, at this point was two weeks old, right? This is a two-week-old post. It's not going anywhere. My comment's going to get buried to the bottom. Only the creator's going to see it. And the creator mm-hmm. did see it, and they, they replied, and were like, wait, really? That's so cool. Um, but then they pinned me, <laughs> <laughs> right? So they, they pinned my comment, and at this point, you know, the, the post is two weeks old, and it has barely 2,000 likes, right? It's, it's a nothing burger, right? Right. In, in today's world, 2,000 likes after two weeks, that's nothing. Yeah. That's wildly that's insignificant. Chump change, if you will. But then... <sighs> The post exploded. <laughs> it went viral. <laughs> and no now, way. every time I look at Instagram, I have a new notification from within a minute. It, it, the timestamp is always in seconds. Ready? I'm going to open it up right now. Okay, one minute ago. So I, I wasn't quite right. Th- this one is only one minute ago. But usually they're within seconds, right? 45 okay. seconds, 15 seconds ago. Someone liked your comment. And so now, when I had just one or two... Right this very moment, I have almost 6,000. What? <laughs> the post now is almost 30,000. And uh, now I have 50 people in the comments asking to read my essay. That's amazing. It's incredible. But, and, and now there's, there's so much pressure to do well <laughs> because I feel obligated. Of course, I don't have to. Obviously, I can just ghost all these people. Like it's, There's n- literally nothing besides my own obligations I've made to myself right. to, to share this with these people. But I really want to, and I want to go into writing like that because I feel like I'm going to do so much better now that I have an audience that isn't just my review partner and my professor and like actual strangers who are interested in this topic. Like mm-hmm. that's so cool to me. That's fascinating. So that is incredible. Yeah, like you, you've blown up, and now you have a piece that I, I have. I have a following. Are, that's amazing. People that's are in so my cool. DMs asking to read this essay. That's amazing. And I'm mixed because, like, when I sat down to start writing this, I was like, "This is going to be really tough." I have a, I, I, I have a lot on my plate. I have my work cut out for me. This is going to be really difficult, right? Because just by the nature of my thesis and, and what I'm doing, it's, it's huge. Like it's going to take a while to digest thoroughly and it's going to be very difficult to do this topic justice and to write it well. And I was like, but if I do it well, which I know I can, it's just going to take a while. This could be my magnum opus. Like this could be a really, really good piece of writing that I produced. And now it's like, okay, well now it has to be. So good luck with that. <laughs> it le- like that's, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool that mm-hmm. you you can you have the fire to like write this piece now. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel like I work better under that kind of pressure. At yeah. least when I'm writing, because it's I like, would say so. 
well, now it has to be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and then I don't dawdle on it. It's mm-hmm. like I want to. Like you I, never, I, you never know what blows up. I guess oh, it just kind of happens. It just kind of happens, and like, yeah, that that's what's so strange about it. I'm sure most people who have went viral will tell you, like, I had no, like, n- never in a million years would they expect this to have blown up. And I wouldn't quite call this viral, but like, I don't know. It, it just, you know, it's it's viral to me. It's viral yeah. to me. It's what it means to you. It really. is. That, that's Thank all you. that matters. Yes, I I agree. But uh, yeah, so that's that's my development. <laughs> that was certainly what I wasn't expecting. No, I, no, no. You know, it is a lot of fun though, because every time I check it, there's more. I was like, oh my god, three hundred likes! Like this, this blew my mind. And I had like five people asking, like more than one. That was the that was the point. Yeah, a non-zero number of strangers online have asked to see this. That in and of itself is wild. And then. 300 likes. Wow, that's incredible. I never thought it would get that high. And 1,000, 1,500, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 6,000. That's like, amazing. Oh, my God. Have this... you gotten any random people to, like, follow you, though? Like, yes. Have they requested? Yes, a couple followers, too. <laughs> Not many, because even though out of, out of you know, 6,000 likes, I probably only got three or four followers. But That's still impressive. You yeah. Know, a bunch of <laughs> for strangers sure. decided to follow you because of that one comment. It wild. Oh, I just opened it again 39 seconds ago. Someone liked your comment. <laughs> wow. It's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Now, uh, I would like to read your essay as well. You got <laughs> Not another one. So you're, you're adding one more. Yeah. Is there something behind me? No, no, You're, you're no. looking behind me. Like yeah, there's no, something there, there. There's a figure there. That's what I was a little scared of. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I just... My eyes widen and my jaw drops. I just point behind you. That's a funny... Uh, Bird child, your pet trumpet. Yeah. That's a, that's a funny one. Have you ever seen the movie Igor? When I was young, I saw Igor. Igor? Like we're talking the animated one, right? Yes. The yes, animated I Igor. I have seen years. Oh, my God. So a long time. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now because... And I promise I have a reason for this. Okay. <laughs> Usually I don't. <laughs> Usually it's just the... the Oh, excuse me. Usually it's just excuse. <laughs> the oatmeal mush in my mind. Um, just sort of slopping around, but I see. 2008, Igor. Only got uh directed by Tony Leondis. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. Only gets a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. One of my favorite movies of all really? time. Really? It is really, really good. I think so. I haven't seen it, so I don't really have much of an opinion. But. I think it's very good. It 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 has a star-studded cast. Um, Steve Buscemi, first of all. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi instantly makes any production that he's in good because he's would, just that kind of actor. I would like to interject. Yes. Uh, that drawing that you made me so so long ago of Steve oh. Buscemi with your feet still still exists drawing this I was a pre nonfiction thoughts in podcast Steve form Steve Buscemi with my feet it was uh, during the Christmas episode it was a Christmas gift you you drew a oh, picture of yes, Steve Buscemi yes, with yes, your yes, toes yes, yes, yes. And, and I do it remember to that I do remember that yes 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 I'm, I'm glad to hear it still still lingering around banana expert banana expert Jorgen von Strangle there he goes he's just walked by he's going to get some bananas probably to study <laughs> Anyway, I hear that's uh, his his class. He's a banana 
analysis. <laughs> Banalysis? 52. Banalysis? <laughs> I would like to take a banana class. That would be fun, I think. A fruit class? That definitely exists. Like an analysis of fruit? Mm. From a scientific perspective or yeah. a culinary perspective? Ooh. Probably both. I would imagine if there is a if there is a fruit class, especially a, specifically a banana class, there's no way they they make the distinction. Oh, are are you taking banana class? Yeah, which one? One or two? <laughs> no, there's definitely not it's two. It's the banana. It's class. It's just the banana class. It's definitely both culinarily, scientifically. It probably exists for like uh, nutrition studies or something. Anyway, Steve Buscemi and uh, John Cleese from. Uh, Monty Python. Wow. Yeah, John Cleese from Monty Python and Steve Buscemi both in this. Um, wow. Among others, obviously. Um, and Steve Buscemi's character. So, so, obviously, Igor, it's about, you know, mad scientists mm -hmm. and pull the switch, you know, bringing their creations to life. You know, a, right, a, right. another one of the billion Frankenstein spoofs. Or, yeah. And... Um, it's about how all the evil scientists rule the world and all of their Igors are always subordinate. And the Igors don't do anything except pull the switch, mm -hmm. right? That's all they do. That's all they ever can do is just pull the switch. Um, they're not supposed to think, talk, and especially not invent. Only the inventors can invent. Right. But the, this titular, this eponymous Igor... They're all named Igor. <laughs> this one specifically, though. The main Igor. The main Igor. <laughs> He is a brilliant inventor. He's a very gifted inventor, and his... I, I do remember that plot yes, a little bit. Yes, his, um, <clears throat> his uh, evil scientist, John Cleese, Dr. Glickenstein, is mm -hmm. very incompetent. And um, I don't really want to spoil anything in case anyone wants to watch it. It is, you know, what, 14 years old at this point? But still, don't in, say that. <laughs> in case you want to watch it, you, you still should. Um, but... Basically, this this monster creation it goes missing, and they're trying to find it. Like there's a, there's a monster on the loose. Like how scary, you know? Mm -hmm. That's so that's so spooky. And Steve Buscemi's character, he's he's his eyes widen, his his mouth his jaw drops, and he points behind you, you know, as as you're looking at him, right. and he screams, "May I suggest looking behind you?" And you turn around. And there's nothing there. And you look back and he goes, it was just a suggestion. <laughs> that stuck with me as a child. That was like, that was like my go-to joke as a child. You know how when you're like really young, you just absorb lines from like yes. media you, you consume? Yes. Download your personality. You just download the main character <laughs> of the movie. Exactly. You just download like their funny one-liners. Yeah. And that just becomes your humor. Yep. Um, so that was a big one for me was, may I suggest looking behind you? It's just, just a suggestion. <laughs> like, I feel like that explains a lot. How so? What, what explains a lot? I, I just feel like that type of humor just kind of fits you as, <laughs> when you were younger. I feel like that, right? was, that was something you would have done. Yeah, yeah. Have it you, just makes sense. Mm, not sure whether to ask this now because it involves an image. Have you seen the pumpkin picture of me? The pumpkin picture? The pumpkin picture? Uh. No. Okay. I was in kindergarten? Younger then? Younger. I was probably pre-K. Very, okay. very young. Um, toddler. And I'm posed among pumpkins. 
Okay. And I'm holding one. And I look very funny because <laughs> I'm a toddler. And I'm wearing like that, you know, early 2000s, uh, like denim overalls and like I, white Asics. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> like, about like, because I had them too. <laughs> like Kazoo Kid. Yeah. <laughs> I looked like Kazoo Kid, but a toddler and holding a very, very small pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. You'll I don't have to show me after the show. Yeah. Very please. I, I could show it to you now, but I, I don't want listeners to feel excluded. Of course. Maybe one day in, in the far future. Let's hope it'll so. It'll be a, a release for, for the general <laughs> audience, but not for a long time. Don't also, get your hopes up. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it now. It is not, <laughs> they are not denim overalls. They are plaid. <laughs> they are brown oh <laughs> plaid overalls. That's the, the fall vibe. I assume yeah. it was fall anyway. Oh, yeah, was... no. Yeah, pumpkins. Uh, yeah, brown plaid overalls, grayish browns, um, white calf socks, and uh, white sneakers, and a brown short sleeve shirt. I, I feel like the only difference between that fit Those and Those overalls like a dad are shorts, by is... the way. <laughs> the the short, short overalls. I know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Sorry, the only difference between that and a dad fit is the fact that you're three versus <laughs> yeah. 57. Yeah. There really isn't much of a difference otherwise. I mean, you yeah, got that, the white ASICs. That's and... pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't quite see them. They're a little bit out of frame, but they do look they look like ASICs, maybe Nike's. But I feel like if you're wearing white ASICs, you've already aged up whatever you you're wearing are in about dad. 10 years. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you're like 20 and you put on a pair of white ASICs and you're a guy Boom, 60, instantly, yep. just blink of an eye. Your hair turns gray, too. Yep. It's it's very odd. Your shirt kind of tucks in itself. Yeah. It, it's a very interesting phenomenon no. if you ever tried to put on white Asics. Polo tucked into cargo shorts, leather belt, alligator skin, <laughs> leather belt. <laughs> my, my, uh, my uncle... My cousin and I always dunk on his fashion because he doesn't particularly care about fashion. Sure. Um, So one time he he had this bright red bathing suit. Oh, yeah. And I, it was like halfway up his thigh. It was really (laughs) short. And then he put on socks under it. Oh, jeez. And it is, it was one of the worst fits I've ever seen. Yikes. And I have the picture. I had to like stealth take it because he gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. But it was, it's, take my word for it. Yeah. It is one of the worst I, fashion decisions I've will. ever seen. So bright red shorts. Uh, let me, let me see if I can remember the rest of this fit too. Cause okay. it was pretty, it was pretty good. So yeah. there was a light green, green and white striped oh. button down oh. that he wore with it. Oh. Was it tucked into the shirt? Island bucket hat. <laughs> okay, the Gilligan's Island bucket hat goes hard. That goes hard. It does, but it amplifies the goofiness of the rest <laughs> of the fit. Was was his shirt? Was it tucked into his bathing suit? <laughs> Probably. I don't, I don't think he went that low. <laughs> Fortunately, as funny as that would be, I do believe it was unbuttoned. Okay. I think it was just open. Okay. I, I can't remember if he had a shirt on underneath or not. Yeah. But um, it was it was a look. <laughs> yeah. I put it that way. 
<laughs> so he has a boat too. So when he took the boat out, it was oh, like, I see. that is my, that is my captain. <laughs> oh, captain, my, my captain. captain yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. So it was a good that's time. good. Yeah. No. Have you ever been on a boat bird child? <laughs> I have been on a boat before. <laughs> Despite my, my, my avian abilities, I can fly over any body of water sufficiently small. Um, you know, I'm probably not going across the Pacific all in one trip, but if I stop at some of my favorite islands, you know, I might be able to, might be able to take it. It'll take a while, but you know, I'll get there. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, no, despite that, I, I do enjoy a boat every once in a while. Excellent. Yeah. I, uh, well, would you look at the time? It's, it's uh, time for you time. to get a watch. Yes, it is. Because you don't know the time. Yep. I saw you look at your wrist and I, I didn't actually. <laughs> you didn't have a watch on. I, I do have a watch on. I thought you looked at your wrist. Did you not look at no, your wrist? No, I, oh, I genuinely okay. did not look at my wrist. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, that was a bust. You're, you're kind of the fool here. I suppose. It's uh, it's all right. Well, anyway, take a moment. Yes. And just uh, reflect maybe, on maybe your... don't think about my, my mistake there. Yeah, no. Instead, reflect on your own boating experiences. <laughs> and we'll get right back to you. Yes. Anyway, boats. Boats. So, Birdchild, you've, yes. been, you've been boating. Are we talking like big ferry boats? Or so, like... so, I'm not really a, a seafaring guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, given that you are a bird. I... <laughs> yeah. You know, not a pelican or anything. So. No, no. I, uh, I am not the, most, the world's most seafaring man. However, uh, you know, I, I've been on my fair share of ferries and, uh, you know, recreational mm-hmm. fishing boats and canoes and whatnot. Right. Fun fact. I have been on the USS Constitution. Wow. Of course, it was, you know, docked, <laughs> not on the open water. <laughs> I think that would be a very big deal if uh, the USS Constitution was on the open water at all. Uh, you'd probably hear about it. You, you probably would hear about it. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I've, I've been on it. Very it was, cool. It was pretty cool. That is awesome. I'm a little jealous. Yeah, no. It, was, uh, it was in Boston. It was, uh, I actually, <laughs> there's, there's a funny story that goes with that. So it was me, my dad, my mom, my brother was not, uh, I think he was busy. Um, I forget where he was, but I don't think he was with us. And, uh, we were in Boston and we were just walking around and, uh, we were like, Hey, let's go to the USS constitution. And, uh, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're walking there and, uh, my dad, he's, this is just the type of guy he is. Like he always chats up strangers. Like that's right. just, that's, it's just the dad in him. You know, mm-hmm. he can't just like stand around. He has to make conversation with like a fellow dad, you know? Yeah. Go birds, you know, just, just like something. Right. And, right. um, he sees another dad and this family walking out as we're walking in mm-hmm. and he goes, how was it? And the dad goes, good. You know, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to, communicate it through my voice because I can't really through my face because, you know, you're the only person who can see me right now. <laughs> so just like the pucker lips, you know, like the, the inwardly puckered lips, like the, like that kind of puckered lips, you know? I don't know how much of a visual that created considering <laughs> I can't see your lips right now. I, I still have no idea what you're talking about, but I, how would you, how would you describe that? Uh, monkey monkey. It's almost like a like a 
Like if you know. try to inflate the space between your teeth and your lips while keeping your mouth closed. Yeah, I really don't know how the to M describe sound. that. Mm, mm. Mm. Like when, you ab- when you're about to make an M mm, with your lips together like that and mm. inward towards... Toward, <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> toward, towards your teeth, <laughs> you know? Like it was just one of those. I, I, think, I think we get the point. Okay, but. okay, okay. So it was that face and the nod and good. You know, just like, oh, how was it? Eh, good. And... um. <laughs> And so we go in. Okay. We do the tour. We go to the museum. We walk around the ship. You know, maybe an hour passes, hour or two. And, uh, and we're leaving. And as we're leaving, my dad says, if someone asked me how that went, I would probably go, good. <laughs> <laughs> and it was perfect because, like, I don't think I've ever had an experience that was quite as perfectly summed up by that dad's initial reaction. Just, you know, good. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it was, it was good. Like, eh, good. Like, ah, oh, it was just so perfect. And, and it's hard to describe. It's, it's obviously because of how poorly I'm doing it, obviously difficult to articulate that, <laughs> but no, it was, oh, you had to be there. You, you had to be there. Do you recommend that the listeners of this show go and watch <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, not go and watch. Go and visit the USS Constitution. <laughs> I think... See if they experience this for themselves. <laughs> I don't think anyone should actively seek it out. <laughs> Unless, of course, you know, you're a history buffer, a naval history buffer, you know. Right. Whatever. You know, within within reason. Just the average person. Um, I don't think you should go and seek it out. But if you're in Boston and you're close by... You, sh- you, you I, I think you probably should. You know, if the weather's nice, why not? Fair. I'm pretty sure it's free. I think, I think the ship I itself, no I think it's tricky. I think, obviously, they'll, they'll accept any money you give them. They gladly take donations, but I'm pretty sure parts of it are free and other parts you have to pay for. Okay. Um, as is the case with most things, most exhibits and attractions. But, uh, or many. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't if 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 you're on the West Coast, you should not fly to Boston to to visit the USS Constitution and then fly home. That is a waste <laughs> of your time. However, if you're going to co- Boston for a meeting or a conference or to visit people or on vacation and you're going to be there for a week, you know. Mm-hmm. Drop by. I'm trying to think of a word that describes what I'm thinking right now, but this the USS Constitution visit seems like something that only adds value yes. when you're going to do other things. Like, yes, I don't... it is a perfect extension. Just it was, it is perfectly ancillary. Yeah, it is perfectly ancillary. It's like when you're when you're selling a bulk, when you're selling a collection of like DVDs. Yeah, yeah, and just toss that in. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, these are these are everywhere. Whatever, whatever this sure. album, game, whatever it right, is, right, right. is, you can't sell this for anything. Yeah, just toss when you throw it, it in in a, in a in a collection, just throw it adds in value, there. but that's the only way you get anything for it. <laughs> <clears throat> Again, you know, within reason. If you're a, if you're a naval historian, yeah, you you probably should go. If you haven't seen, if you hasn't, if you haven't visited the U.S. USS Constitution, and you're a naval historian, I think you have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a big Navy buff? Uh, not Are really. You- 
I am I am a self-described uh, World War II kid, though. You know the type. Yeah. Ryan Okark is one. Yeah, I, I am one. I remember. <laughs> you, you remember. You you were there. <laughs> you guys were, were very into your World War II. Yeah, we were we were those kids. Trivia. 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 I, I'm not sure if trivia. Military operations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I believe Ryan O'Kirk dug a trench for that reason. I, I, I think it was his fascination with World War One. Well, I mean, just, I think in sure, general, sure. I meant like in general. I was, I was there, by the way. I also dug that trench. Several people helped dig that trench. Yes. Uh, and I know it is incredibly deep. Yeah. Well, it's filled in now. Is it filled in now? Oh, Last for sure. I heard it was still open. Well, I mean, it was open, but not nearly as deep as it was. Like if it, if it were, it was probably about at, at, at the deepest between the deepest point of the trench and the highest point of the dirt that we had excavated, not ground level. Mm-hmm. It was probably about six and a half feet. Wow. And That's uh, impressive. now I would be shocked if it were any more than two and a half. So, I mean, it's still, you know, if you're walking through the woods and you see a two and a half foot trench, that's, you know. It's still impressive. That's still worth, worthy of mention. That is still something you should definitely be aware of. But uh, no, it is not nearly as impressive as it once was. I see. We also uh, dug a hole. I, I have to ask. What, yes. What made you guys do that? Like, what was the impetus? You guys were like, <laughs> were you just sitting there and were like, you looked at each other and were like, you know. Teenage. Trench? Te- <laughs> teenage. Teenage boys with shovels and a fascination of the world wars and a lot of open space and land equals trench. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to say. What else would you get from that combination? Exactly. I mean, I feel like that's just part of our, you know, juvenile desire to like forts and castles and yeah, it's like going to the beach. And uh, tree houses and holes in the beach. Like, yep. you just, it's just part of your nature. You just you just want to dig a big hole in the ground. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want <laughs> me to say? There's something primal about it. <laughs> there, there really is. Like, and uh, I had a pretty cool shovel, too. My, my neighbor, my neighbor was a really interesting guy. Um, he was very old. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he lived a very rich life. Um, he was a thrill seeker. He, he raced every kind of thing you could race. He raced boats. He raced planes. He raced wow. cars. He, he just loved, you know, adventure. And, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he served in the Korean war. I could be wrong about that, but he had a United States military standard issue shovel. Mm-hmm. Where you flip it open, like it's the small little spades, right, and right. you unscrew the bottom, and you can flip it open. Mm-hmm. It tucks away right in your belt. And he had one of those. And uh, a, a little while ago, he passed away, and they ran an estate sale, and they were like, "Hey, neighbors, come on down." And I saw that shovel there, and I was like, "This is awesome. I want this." And the <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it was like his brother, or his nephew, or whatever is like, "Yeah, I'll give you ten bucks for it." Like, deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is an incredible, incredible value. Um, and it, it is super cool. And it is a very, very effective digging tool. It is extremely effective. 
I mean, you do have actual military equipment. It is so. it is proper. That is very cool. It is proper hole digging, trench digging equipment. Like this tool was designed for a while and streamlined to be the best tool for digging a trench quickly in the type of soil that we have around here. Right. So it makes sense. <laughs> that is that is really cool. It is it is pretty like cool, that. yeah. I would imagine it made digging the trench much, much easier. Oh yeah. As well. And f- and more fun. Significantly more fun. Is that because it was easier or because you were both. It's because yeah. it was easier and it was also an actual US Army shovel. You're getting into like the role play aspect there <laughs> then too. <laughs> Did you uh, did you ever bring out the gas mask that Ryan O'Kirk had? Uh, I don't think we brought it out there. If if I yeah, I'm pretty sure we never brought it out there. I would imagine his gas mask is rather. I don't know if that was actual like. Oh no! It it, it, it does it, it works. Yeah, it's okay. A, it's an actual. Is it from any particular uh, time period or is Israel. it just a standard issue gas? Mask? It is from. Uh, it is an Israeli, uh, probably Cold War ish gas mask. Okay, I, I'm not sure why, but. If you want to find an old gas mask, um, chances are it's Israeli. I'm not sure why, but Hmm. they produced a lot of gas masks. Interesting. uh, A while ago, like 70s, 80s. I'm not quite sure. I Hmm. could be totally wrong about that time period, but a lot of gas masks are Israeli, and as is his. But no, it it, it absolutely does function. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really, really cool, actually. I love that. Mm -hmm. It's it's, um, kind of... I, I will say I, I I have worn it obviously, <laughs> and and I can say that it is very difficult to operate in. It is I could imagine tight. It is very uncomfortable. Your field of vision is horribly restricted. Yeah. Um. You can't hear. You can't speak very well. Very well. Um. But I mean, I, at least you won't. You know suffer a horrible chemical-induced death. So I guess that's a big plus. Pros and cons. <laughs> there are pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, I got to run a cost-benefit analysis on that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, it's pretty cool, though. It makes you look super cool, I will say that. I can it, imagine very intimidating. Maybe not me, because a gas mask is extremely difficult to wear with long hair. Yeah. Um. So it's really meant for a militaristic, buzz-cut, shaven, balding man. Um, right. Not really a... Yeah, your, your feathers and... My feathers and whatnot, my they, plumage. They the, yeah, it yeah, really they, gets caught in my plumage, so uh, <laughs> it's, it's not the easiest. I could imagine. Yeah. The cool thing is that you've actually worn one. Yes, I, I, yes. Most people, I would say, with, have not. With the filter in. That's cool. With the uh, activated charcoal filter in. Um, I think there's more in it than that. I think it's also I, would I forget. Imagine. There's there's you'd a lot more have in to it. Get a little bit more than oh, just yeah, activated sure. charcoal. <laughs> oh yeah, considering no, you're, for you know, sure. you're wearing that to stop like no yeah gas yeah 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 and, and things like I that. I think but. there's also I forget. I want to say asbestos, but I'm not sure if that's right. I hope not. Maybe. It's oh, that, funny. That reminds me of a yes a, a saga me and some friends had a couple of years ago. Yes. Um. Does it involve asbestos? Yes, it does. I have I have some fun asbestos stories, but please. Uh, this is this is a bit of a long one. Okay. So I, I don't know. Maybe I should buckle up. Save this. I guess I'll, I'll tell it. So, sure. A uh, couple of years ago, in where we're from, there's a a local 
spot, local abandoned place where ah, a lot yes. of a lot of people like I to think go. I, it's like a test of courage. I think I know the place that you are referring to. And um, G Dog, our, our friend from home, really, G-Dog. really wanted to go to this <laughs> <Yeah>. place. <laughs> like he was, yep. he was like, dude, we have to go. It's a test of courage. <laughs> and I'm like. Dude, I don't know. So he calls me one Sunday, and I'm playing Resident Evil 2 on N64. Oh, by the spooky. way, if that means anything to you, then You're well, cool, you know I what guess. it means. But uh, he goes, "Dude, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm playing a game." And he goes, "Yo, it, it's time. We, we get, we gotta go to the to the place." And I'm to like, the place. "Yeah, but it's like Sunday. Ooh. Now Sunday's my lazy day." And he goes, "Right, dude." Our Dude. friend, you sound like Mordecai. <laughs> Dude, Dude. <laughs> our friend, I'll call him, uh, call him Dechuchio. <laughs> Dechuchio, he's like Dechuchio's here, and I'm like, okay. He goes, this is our one chance, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fine. Now this place is abandoned, so we weren't sure what we were gonna find. Right. So we like you never know. Loaded up with uh, improvised weapons. So they they I oh. pull up and they grabbed like a wrench and like a hammer. Oh my! I had my blowgun with me <laughs> oh, that I made and just you know like just in case because we were like sixteen. <laughs> right. Right. You know, younger and and also dumber. Yes. So definitely. we end up at this place and we we walk up this road and. It looks like the upside down from Stranger Things. Uh-huh. It looks like a distorted reality. Like there's street lamps, but they're all broken and none of them are on. Yikes. And, and like there's overgrowth. Everything is yeah, grown over. Overgrowth. Foliage it's dark because it's like December. Right. And it's, cloudy. Yeah. And so That's we're walking up. really scary. <laughs> and we forgot flashlights. <laughs> of course. So You brought wrenches and a blowgun, but no flashlights. No flashlight. So, um. We're walking up this road, and I'm like, dude, maybe we should just turn back, because I'm like, I'm scared. Like, right. I'm the rational one here. I'm right, like, right. guys, we probably shouldn't go here. It's kind of nighttime. Yeah. And they're like, dude, no, no, G-Dog's like, come on, dude, we got to go, we got to go. And the Chuchio's like, all right. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, all right, fine, fine. So we walk up. And, and of course, you sudden, can't separate from the group, because then you'd be by yourself. Yeah, like, no, I'm not doing that. And all of a sudden, What an awful you know, position to be in. We're walking up, and I hear a... In the leaves, I hear like this rustling, and mm-hmm. I, I turn. I'm like, "What was that?" I like, you know, I got my blowgun like up to my lips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like pointing in the ground, like Chuchu has got his wrench out with like, the phone light, like you know, the, uh, tactically the phone light, <laughs> like like the crossed wrist. I would say it was tactically, but it wasn't tactically. <laughs> it we was were like 16, stupid, and, you know, little suburban boys. Yeah, and you know, I, I think G Dog didn't even pull anything out. It was just a deer. Ah, yes. So I'm like, dude, let's just turn back, man. Yeah, That's a no. bad omen. Like, that we got to go. Yeah, we saw no. two black cats on the way here. Like, we need to go. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, dude, we're right here. When are we going to come back? So, all right, fine. So we, we keep walking in, and we see this huge, looming building, all broken in windows. Ooh. This building was a mental hospital. Yeah. Shocking. Many, many years ago that it closed down. It was absolutely horrifying to see this. Giant, looming black, looming monolith building out from the sky, and I'm like, 
I am not walking into the front of that. Yeah, no. And they're no like, shot. Right, let's go around the back. <laughs> That's even worse. And so I'm like, dude, no, let's go back. And G-Dog's like, no, dude, let's go. So we keep walking. And we walk by what was probably the courtyard with, like, the fence broken. So you right. just go right in. And I'm Ooh. like, this is a scene out of a horror movie. This is, this is how they die. <laughs> so we keep walking. And we get to the back. And there's a second building that this connects to. So the, there's the big looming building in right. the courtyard. And then another big looming building that's a little smaller. I see. So we, uh, we walk up. And there's pentagrams drawn inside oh, joy. of the building. Perfect. That I can see through the windows. Exactly like, what you wanted to see. Dude, we're going to walk in on like a drug deal or like some Satan worship cult, something we're not supposed to see and we're never leaving. And he's like, dude, people do that all the time. And I'm like, yeah, sure. It's probably other high schoolers, but what if it isn't? Mm. So we, against my better judgment, we start to walk in. Oh, God. The flashlight comes up and there is dust just visibly in the air in the air literally the upside down from stranger things yes just visible particulates floating in the air absolutely that is that that makes me my stomach hurt there was that is terrifying dirt and grime all over the steps oh and now when we walk in the back here there's three ways you can go there is straight Mm -hmm. into a hallway Mm -hmm. up the steps and down the steps if you tell me you're about to go, if you're, you better not say you're, you're going down the steps. I was very adamant we did not go down the steps. Good. So I looked down this hallway with, uh, with G-Dog and it looks like a tornado went through and ravaged all of these lockers. They're all like torn off the walls and yeah, everything. That doesn't surprise me. And it's crazy. Like the ceiling panels fell down. There's yeah. like asbestos everywhere. That's what the dust was. And oh. Yeah, it wasn't that's good. That's probably not good. No. And then all of a sudden. I feel somebody like grabbing, pounding on my back, and then I, I hear a scream. And we all like push each other out. We're like, yo, yo what happened? And it was DiCuccio. And I was uh-huh. like, DiCuccio, what happened? And he goes, dude, I saw a foot. I'm like, you saw a foot? Uh-huh. What do you mean you saw a foot? Uh-huh. And at this point, I'm kind of like, all right, guys, there's nobody here. It's fine. Like, there's no way you saw a foot. So we go back and we look right. down the steps. He just saw the shadow of the railing. Okay. We walk back up. We go up the steps this time. Look down. Is Janner's closet, and all of a sudden, Detruccio again turns around. And he goes, he's like pushing us down the steps. He goes, go, go, go. Blah, blah, blah. He saw and another like, foot. <laughs> what happened? And he goes, I heard footsteps. Oh boy. And I'm like, okay, no, you didn't. And he goes, yes, I did. And I'm like, okay, we're leaving now. Let's go. Yep, yep. So we start walking out, and G Dog's like, but what if we go in the back of the big building? And I'm like. <laughs> No. Okay. You know what? You want to go in? Let's go in. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like at this point, I'm not scared anymore. I'm kind of comfortable. Like, I'm huh. like, okay, no one's here. It's an old abandoned building. Like, I would not be that comfortable. I wouldn't. Yeah. No. I had my blowgun. I was like, if, if we're going <laughs> to do it, let's go. And we're maybe 15 yards from the open door. Right. And we start walking in. And all of a sudden, yep. I hear somebody step on glass. Now, I thought it came from, like, a bush next to me. It was, like, mm-hmm. a bird or something. And, again, I went, what the F was that? And I throw and pull my blowgun out uh-huh, uh-huh. and aim it. Not even two seconds later, we hear this loud bang. Oh, we hear boy. this gunshot come from the second floor of the window, followed by the, the clattering of glass. There was nothing for, like, a second. And then it's just me yelling, oh. And I, I just yell the F word. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I don't even, I can't even remember what happened. I like dumped over Juchuchio. He was hopping bushes. He ran into a tree. It was like a scene out of a cartoon. We were like sprinting out of there, down back the road where we saw the deer. And right, right. Juchuchio literally has this big branch like dragging on his leg. We don't stop running. We finally get to the end. We gr- jump into my car. We hang out. We hit a curb and we run out of there. <laughs> hit a curb. <laughs> and to top it all off, we're like, oh my God. Oh my God. What was that, dude? Yeah. What just happened? Well, on the bright side, you get to say, I told you so. <laughs> I did say, I was like, dude, we saw a black cat. We should not be here. Let's be go. Here. And then bang. That happened. There you go. And what did I say? We're like all like panicking because we're like, we didn't know what it was. Right. Or anything like that. And um, I see a fox on the road. Mm. And I'm like, guys, we're in the clear. And that's. Oh, because that's good luck. Every time, every time I've seen a fox since then, that, that's where I, I kind of made the connection. Is that just it's, a it's you thing or is that like a well? It's a, it's is a that... me thing that has now been well established to everybody I tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because so, I remember one time you told me like, oh, if you see a fox on the road, that's good luck. I was like, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> well, it started as it means the worst of it is behind you. Oh. Because that was, that marked the end. Okay, that, is that, that well established? Because I feel like I've heard that before. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But I remember we saw the fox. To you, it means that. <laughs> and to me, that's what it meant. Right. Because after that, nothing happened. Right. And in that moment, I was like, okay, we're okay now. Then the fox right. ran across. Right. Nothing bad happened the rest of the night. We're in the clear. So we got back to my house, and I was like- You're out of the woods. We were literally out of the woods. Yeah. You know, we are all like trying to- Calm down. Like I had some chocolate covered pretzels. I'm like, here, let's just let's just eat these, and we'll, yeah. we'll go we'll go decompress in my room. Yeah. And G Dog eats his. I eat mine, and then Dechuchio goes, "Oh, chocolate covered pretzel! Man, this all went full circle. I can't believe it." <laughs> I looked at him and I said, "I'm gonna slap you." <laughs> what does full circle mean? It was all worth it for a chocolate covered pretzel. It was all pre- worth it. Was it was all worth it I th- because we got a chocolate covered pretzel in so, the end. Okay. I thought it started with chocolate covered pretzel and it ends with chocolate covered pretzel, but I guess not. That's what he meant when he said full circle. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'm, I'm still a little confused about that, but otherwise, uh, yeah. I, I, I recall you, you've, you've told me this one before, but, but it never gets old because I, I, do, I do really... You know, maybe this is selfish of me, but I love to hear the, what did I say? <laughs> like, <laughs> you wanted to go for, oh, no, and look what happened. Look what happened. So That is exactly what happened. Yeah. So well, it became I'm, a big conspiracy like the next few days. We heard a couple people who also went, they saw somebody crazy in the same spot Ah. and also got shot at. Oh, wow. That's so, a pretty big. Uh, this was from like. Maybe not the most reliable people ah, I heard it from. So, I you know, see. like tall tales, exaggerations. Sure, but I mean, sure. like you hear such a similar story. It's like, okay, well, maybe. Right, right, right. Maybe there's some truth to it. Right. You know, some of them may or may not have been completely sober. Ah. When may or it may happened, not have so, seen a moth man or two. Yeah. It happens. Know, things like that. Right. But that's always uh, one of my fun stories to tell. Yes. More fun when I'm actually telling it and you can see. Your because your face and whatnot. My face, my my gestures. Your gestures, yeah. We're 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 very yeah. gesticulating people. I've gotten very especially with the Italian in you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very uh, very animated. Baba scusi. Yeah, you can't see, but he did the 
the pinchies. The Italian hand. You, right, you know right. what I'm talking you know about. The hand. Yeah. But anyway, I think that was a, a nice, a fun story to leave off on. Yeah, a little, a little, a little scary. <laughs> a Just little a spooky. A little, you know. Yeah, probably the last really crazy thing that I did where I was potentially in real danger. Yeah, well, we're, we're glad uh, DiCiuccio and G-Dog and, or G-Dog and, and yourself are all safe. So that's what matters. It became a fun story to tell. There you go. And now all of your friends will listen to you from now on when you <laughs> when you warn them that something is a stupid idea. Hopefully now they will listen to you. You'd think. You, also, you'd think. anybody listening, I do not condone doing something stupid like we did. Do not go to an abandoned mental asylum when it's dark. With no flashlights. It's probably a bad idea. Or just in general. Just yeah, probably don't do that. Just don't don't do stupid things. Be safe. Be Use safe. your best discretion. There I do you not go. at all condone what we did. In fact, I I, I tell it as a warning. <laughs> yeah, really. So anyway. Well on that note. Thank you for listening. We thank really you so appreciate much. it. Yes, we do. Check us out on Instagram at nficthoughts underscore podcast and on Twitter with the same URL. URL. Link. H- handle. Handle. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it would be www.twitterversus.instagram.com. But anyway, right. regardless, but you, you, you get it. You get it. Check us out. Thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Make it as good as you can make it. Doodles.